Welcome to another video. Today we're going to talk about how Grogu is back with the Mandalorian. If you have seen the book of Boba Fett, feel free to watch this video if you want, but you probably don't need to. For those who are new to Star Wars and the Mandalorian and don't really watch any of the other shows or maybe even haven't even seen any of the other Star Wars movies, I highly recommend you do. But if you haven't and you're confused why Grogu is now with the Mandalorian, it's because he went back with him in the book of Boba Fett. So my thoughts about this are that it's a big, big mistake. I don't know why Lucasfilm would do something like this. I don't know why Disney would choose to do something like this. I think in a storytelling standpoint, they set it up so perfectly at the end of The Mandalorian Season 2, where now you have this split between what was once one, you know, a team, a duo, and now they become solo. And Grogu has gone off to learn Jedi training with Luke, and Mando has gone off to do his own thing. And I think that is what made the end of the season so cool, so great, so climactic, and so emotional. It was the goodbye, you know? Not to mention, of course, Luke coming back in full force properly, the way he always should have been. But it was that goodbye, right? You got the very emotional music, and Mando takes off his helmet, and, you know, it was just, it was a nice moment. I think it would have done so much more for their character development if Mando was off doing his own thing, Grogu was off doing his own thing, and whether Grogu wants to become a Jedi or doesn't, in the end, he could have the same exact decision that he had in the Book of Boba Fett, where he chooses the Beskar armor over Yoda's lightsaber, and Luke takes him back to the Mando. But it could have been done in a bit of a different way, and they could have stretched it out longer. I think it would have been great if, let's say, we have a bigger threat, as we know, is going to be coming to the Mandalorian Season 3, such as Thrawn, such as a dark Jedi like Joris Sabaoth, which, if you don't know, was in Legends, Heir to the Empire by Timothy Zahn, great trilogy of books. And this takes place after Return of the Jedi. There was a dark Jedi clone named Joris Sabayoth. Absolutely insane, powerful guy. Ends up fighting Luke Skywalker. And they could create someone like that in The Mandalorian Season 3. Where I believe that would create a big need for The Mandalorian to find himself and to have motivation to continue. And let's say it's halfway through the show or near the end of the show where he doesn't really have that feeling inside of him to fight anymore. He's worried about the child. He doesn't know where the child is. And he needs that hope, right? Like if you've ever been at like a basketball game or something like that and, you know, your parents aren't there, your friends aren't there. And all of a sudden, like second quarter, they show up and they're there and you get this burst of motivation and you're like, yeah, okay, let's do this. We're back in. Something like that. And I think Luke showing up at the last minute, let's say, to bring Grogu to Din and to also fight his own battle, maybe against the Dark Jedi, while Mando is fighting against, you know, Thrawn's army of undead or something like that, would be pretty sweet. Or, you know, an army of Dark Troopers, you know, phase whatever, the highest phase that there is. I think it was phase three or phase four, which were lightsaber resistant and they were huge, they were fast. I don't think with the ones we saw in Mandalorian Season 2 were the final phase because Luke was just slicing through them like butter right, with his lightsaber. So I think something like that would be pretty cool. And then we could get like segments and, and fight moments of, you know, Din doing his own thing. Grogu coming in using the force and what he's learned from Luke, even though now at the end he chooses to be with Mando, he's still advanced as a force user. He is a Yoda species at the end of the day. And then Luke is doing his own thing, you know, he's kicking butt. And then we got maybe like Ahsoka comes in or we got, you know, like Fennec Shand or Boba or whatever, or somebody else 
who maybe is a new character that comes in with Mando, and they're all doing their own battle on the battlefield. Thrawn comes in, whatever. It could be super sweet. Got ships flying up overhead, maybe, you know, the New Republic flying, helping the boys. Something like that, I think, would be really cool and really climactic, and it could be a really emotional scene at the end, but now this time it's kind of just like... Well, okay, maybe they thought people wouldn't be watching The Mandalorian Season 3 as much if Grogu wasn't in it the whole way through. And that's kind of my fear of why they did this. It's that, you know, for ratings. And I understand, but at the end of the day, you want to tell the story. So I don't know why they would choose that ending with Season 2 and then go off and completely change it so quickly. You can change it, but just, like, take a little more time. Let the characters develop a little bit more and, you know, on their own. And I think that's something that would have been really beneficial to the story, to the arc, the character arc, and everything. Now, moving forwards, you know, I think a final battle scene with all of the Mandalorians, like we saw in the trailer, it seems like they all want to come together and unify all of the different sects, would be cool, the different factions. And if there was a final massive battle, like Carson Teva says, there's something rising, and it's not going to be good. Now, this could be Moff Gideon's people, it could be the First Order, it could be Snoke, it could be a dark rogue Jedi or a dark force user or something. I'm not going to say Sith, because we don't have any, and if they want to interject one or whatever, they could, but I don't think it would make much sense. It could be a clone of someone, which we know is very difficult to clone force-sensitive beings. So, they could do a lot of different things, we could have a lot of big bads. I don't know necessarily who it would be, I do think Bo-Katan is going to be an antagonist in this show. We do know she wants the Darksaber. We do know Mando has it. But if you remember in the trailer, he didn't have it anywhere. Like it wasn't on his belt, nothing. So, or in the picture of the poster or anything like that. So it's like, what happened? Where is it? If they wanted it there, it would have been there. You know, so I don't know what's going on with that. So I think she's going to be an antagonist. She's going to want to take the Darksaber. She's going to try to fight him to rule Mandalore, to rule the people. And it's going to be kind of weird because he doesn't care for that and he doesn't want to fight her. But is he going to have to? So she could be like a mini bad guy and then there will be an overarching bad dude that comes in who's just like monstrous, you know, like a Thanos kind of thing. And I think that's the route they're taking as they're going a little bit Marvel. And in the end, they're going to have everybody meet up, right? Like we're getting an Ahsoka show. We're getting probably we'll get like, I don't know if we'll get a Luke show, but we could. We could get like a Luke and a you know, Jedi Order kind of thing. We were going to get Rangers of the Republic, which is going to be Gina Carano, which I wish she was still in the show. It's going to be really unfortunate to see how they deal with her character. No matter what they say, it's not going to make any sense. We're all going to know that they canceled her. And it's really unfortunate in that sense because she was really a good character. And I think she played her part really well. And I like Gina Carano. So it's it sucks that she's not in the show, but we're going to have to wait and see what they do and what they say regarding her character going forward. Like, Grief Carger's gonna be like, yeah, she, like, just isn't around anymore. Or she took off. So, like, fans are gonna be pissed, dude. I'll be pissed. I'll say something about it. So it's, it's not gonna be good. So we gotta wait and see what they say, what happens, because there's gonna be some backlash for that, for sure. It would've been cool if, you know, she brought Grogu to the Mandalorian. Maybe, you know, uh, went and met Luke or something like that, and Luke shows up later or doesn't show up at all. We don't even need Luke in this. But it would be neat to, of course, see him, as always, get the band back together, so to speak, kind of like this new band. And it would have been really fun to see Baby Yoda, to see Grogu with Yoda's lightsaber, you know, just like going nuts, going ham on people. The lightsaber. So overall, I think the reason that they did this was for ratings and for views. I don't see the story element behind this. I think it worked better when they were split up. 
But of course, I would like to hear what you guys think in the comments below. So sound off. Let me know. Let the community know what your opinion is. Do you think Grogu should have been left with Luke for a longer period of time? Indefinitely. And maybe, you know, when Kylo went to destroy his temple, because it will go into the sequel trilogy, unfortunately, in my opinion, then he would have like gotten in a pod and left or something or gotten away. Maybe Luke sends him off or something like that. Or he would have met up with Mando later at the end of season three of Mandalorian or halfway through. I think it still would have been just as popular of a show, but I don't know. I guess we'll wait and see now how they're going to do this and really how integral they're going to make Grogu in the show from the very beginning. Thanks for watching today's video and my thoughts on it. Hope you have a fantastic rest of your day and I'll see you all in the next video on Star Wars Theory. Till then, remember the Force will be with you always.